Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Maybe they'll say something like, well, that's good for you, but that's really not the way I do it. Or, that's really not good for me. You know, in some situations, that that can hold up. But, in many situations, it really doesn't. And in some ways... Um, Especially when it comes to faith, that can be a real problem area. The trend, the trend now, is a focus on experiential faith. All right. Now, this is not anything new. This kind of comes back around. Um, there are many. Uh, and as someone who uh, who is a self-professed charismatic kind of person, uh, I'll say that there are many Pentecostal circles and and uh, and some uh, even charismatic preachers that will claim to have personalized information that's totally off the blooming chart. And they'll say, "Well, you know, that just that was that was a special gift to me." And then they'll say, and then they'll like hold that up like it's as valid as it came right out of the Bible. And no, that's not how that usually is supposed to work. But they claim experience over biblical authority. So I've been reading a book. Big old thick one called the Portable Seminary, and I'd recommend it to anybody. The editor actually is David Horton, but there's a section in here um, at the very beginning by Walter A. Elwell. And in Modern Theology uh, section, he says that quote, according to liberal theology, there is no need for special revelation since God can be comprehended and apprehended through inner illumination, end quote. What he's saying is this, is that a lot of the theologians today are really, lean, you know, the people that are leaning on the left really hard, um, basically say, well, everything is subjective. So how you experience God is different than everyone else. And in some ways, here's the thing. There's a little kernel of truth in there, but the problem is is that when you take the truth and give it a half twist, then you don't have the truth anymore. God's revelation in the Bible is authoritative. It is authoritative. So... Dr. Elwell also says that there is a grave inconsistency when liberal theologians speak, on the one hand, 
of God's mighty acts and, on the other hand, reject God's mighty act in entrusting mankind with his word. Yeah, end quote. So, in that situation, he's saying, well, look, you know, um, liberal theologians, you know, that, that want to, to give everyone, you know, oh, you know, whatever, whatever happens for you, you know, no matter how it, it's off and against every teaching in the Bible, if, if, it's, if it's something that you think is, is, is in your spiritual life, then, then, that's, then, then that's fine. But they don't give God any credit for giving us the word to line stuff up. Because Jesus is teaching. In fact, many theologians say, well, you know, there's only certain parts of those Gospels that have the actual, you know, teaching of Jesus in it. You know, well, okay. I mean, and then, then you stick your hand in here. Okay, hey, which one is that? You know, well, it's this passage, this passage, this passage, this passage. And then another colleague of theirs will say, no, 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 that's not right. It's this passage, this passage, this passage. So immediately you get into the situation of people handpicking, cherry-picking. What they like in the Bible. And it doesn't work that way. One of the, one of the biggest reasons we know, as much as we do, about God is because he showed it to us. He revealed himself to us. That's what we call revelation. It's an unveiling. He showed us. And he did it in a most fantastic way by coming in the person of Jesus to teach. And that's why, and, and this is kind of amazing, but that's why it's always just incredulous that people um, talk about the cross a lot. And that's not a bad thing, but they really don't talk about the, revel- the uh, resurrection very much. You know, and they don't talk about his life a whole lot. And he, you know, lived a lot in those years he was here, taught a lot, and we have first account witness of what he taught, and it was amazing. But still, people like, you know, gloss by it. So, here's the thing. Personal experience is important. It is important. And I'm not downplaying that. God reveals different things to different people in different ways. But what God reveals to us has to line up with the Scripture. Because, you know why? Because, basically, that's how a lot of TV preachers end up fleecing people and getting all their blooming money. is because no one's doing a little fact-checking. It is okay to biblically fact-check anyone who says they have a message from God. Because they may have a message, but it's not from the living God of Israel, that's for sure. A lot of times that message is coming, you know, straight from Mammon, from their bank account. They're getting a revelation through their wallet, right through their derriere. And so the thing is, 
it really has, you, you know, there's got to be some fact-checking. Now, you, feelings how and, and experiences, okay, and believe me, I've had some fantastic experiences. And I've been just met some fantastic people that are that were just really, really special uh, believers. But if one of those people told me that, oh well, you know, Jesus really wasn't the Son of God, you know, he was just like he was just a really good teacher. Well, that's not what the Bible says. And I would say, mm, I think you're wrong. In fact, I'm pretty sure I know you're wrong. In fact, I do know you're wrong. Because that's not what the word says. So there has to be a balance. There has to be a balance. In fact, some people seem to pass by the at the idea that you're supposed to test spirits that tell you stuff. Even Paul says that. In fact, at one point, Paul tells the church, I don't care if an angel from God comes and says, I've got a different gospel than the one Paul's got. He says that they are to be cursed. Well, that's pretty focused. I mean, you know, Paul's, that's pretty brassy, right? Because Paul's basically saying, I don't care where the source comes from, because this, the source I'm talking about comes from the living God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It comes from Jesus. And so if you got if you got an angel popping up here saying something different, I don't care. Well, there's a lot of people on TV that say, oh, man, I had a, I had a vision with an angel, and I talked with Jesus for 20, 20 minutes the other day. and Well, that's great. But here's the thing. How much of that conversation was on the Bible? Because Jesus is a, is a teacher, and he knew the Torah, and he knows the Word. So, now, there are times people feel like they're impressed about certain aspects of their ministry. And a lot of times... You'll hear them say, or I've heard people say, you know, I was looking in the Word and I was doing some study and I was doing some reading and this verse popped out at me and, and it really took me in a different direction with my ministry. You can't downplay the importance of the Word of God because basically if you put everything in the realm of experience, if you got, if you got to experience in everything in order to have a spiritual life, okay? And by that I mean that's the only thing that matters is, is what you experience. Then you, you open yourself up for some crazy stuff because uh, that's basically, in Paul's day, there was a group that were classified as Gnostics. Gnostics believed in secret knowledge, you had secret knowledge, and they would have secret experiences, too. And back then, and they were a huge pain in Paul's side because they kept leading people astray. Why? Because of experiences. You know, it's, it's 
fascinating also that there's a time that Jesus is separating the sheep and the goats and uh, and asking them what they're doing. But there's another time when he's asking some people, you know, what they're doing, and they're saying, "Oh, uh, didn't we cast out demons in your name? Didn't we do do miracles in your name?" And he said, "Yes, but I never knew you." Because, once again, if you get too focused on experiences, you lose track. You get your eyes off of God. You get your eyes off of Jesus. So think about in terms of this way. So, remember the story uh, of uh, the Lake of Galilee when the storm comes up and Jesus is walking on the water, right? And he's going to pass the boat. And they think he's a ghost. And he's not. And Peter says, hey, if you're not a ghost, let me walk on the water to you. And Jesus says, come. Come on. And then Peter starts doing that. And he's walking on the water. Peter is walking on water. But, what what does it say? All of a sudden, the wind started blowing, the waves started getting crazy, and he took his eyes off of Jesus. And when he did, he started sinking. Why? Because he became enwrapped in the experience and not the person. So, any experiences we have spiritual experiences should bring us and want us to be closer and more like the Jesus of the word and follow the instructions that he gave us in the Old Testament in how we treat other people in good ways. The Bible study, the prayer, and the outreach should make us want to be better. So, let me repeat. I'm not knocking experiences. I've had some fantastic experiences of my own. But the thing is, if anything comes up against the Word of God, any experience, I don't care who they are, and they say, oh, oh no, I, this happened to me, and blah, 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 and, it, and, and it's absolutely against the Word of God, and, and there's no testimony in the Word of God on that, then you, you, you can call, whoa, foul, foul, back up, back up. Let's look at this again. Now, and then, the ultimate thing is they can come back and say, oh, well, you're just not me, so you just don't understand. Well, no, I know the Bible, that's... Evidently, you don't understand, and that's why I don't get what you're talking about. So, with that in mind, I want you to... Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. If you would like to support this ministry, then please go to Patreon under L.A. Blackburn. May God bless every effort you make to do His will in His Word.